Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What'd you see on film review? Of what? What'd you see on film review from the main game? After looking oh, at the film, man. I was like, whoa, hey. Um, <laughs> Not what about Bob? He got me in Tombstone. Um, you know, I thought we had a lot of really good ball movement. I think I think they shared the ball for the most part better. I thought our zone was was really, really good for a period of time, especially the last, you know, eight, nine minutes of the first half that got us out and got us in transition. We were active. We're getting better at that. That was really good. And we just gotta, you know, we gotta be more consistent, playing well for longer periods of time. Coach, how important is it for you guys to find that spark plug player off the bench this season? Well, uh, it's it's obviously a huge part of it. You know, Jamal Bay against Western Washington had 20 points, five assists, and five rebounds. He's a guy that you know has that ability. We need him to step up. He's a big time player. He could he could start for us. Uh, that's how good he is. And so. Um, you know, his production is huge. I think Sammy Timmons has played really, really well uh, the last couple games. He's given us a huge spark, especially on the defensive end, going to the offensive glass. And I thought he's been exceptionally well. And Elijah Hardy has been giving us a, a nice jolt of energy. Um, it was good to see Marcus uh, play, uh, you know, after getting his teeth um, there and missing some practices. And Raekwon. So we, we've got some options. We just got to keep getting better. Uh, but we've definitely got guys who can come in and score and impact the game off the bench for sure. The uh, fact that you played Marcus and battled, does that mean that those two guys will not redshirt the Yeah, right now, no. Okay. So. No, no, they play. You mentioned after the main game that one of the things that you wanted to get better at was uh, offensive boards. Mm -hmm. Is that a point of emphasis here in the next few yeah, years? Yeah, we need, we need to get better at it. I think it can be a whole other offense. We're big, we're athletic, um, we can go big uh, in a lot of different ways. And so we just, you know, it's, it's, we just gotta, we gotta go. And uh, something we've been focused on in practice. To get better at that, is that just sending more guys to the offensive class? It's a mentality. Or? I think sometimes, you know, you could even say, okay, the foreman, you're always getting back or you're always going to the glass, and then sometimes you're in a game and there's certain situations where you might be the back, you know, you might be the safety. You know, you might be on the top of the key the way the offense is, you get inside. And so we just we need to trust and it's something that you, you, you work on in those situations to teach them, you know, when to go, where to go. And when I look at Isaiah under the glass, yeah. rebounding, He's just so strong, yeah. and you just want to get out of the way, it looks like. Is he somebody that could really be a dominant force on the offensive boards? There's no question about it, and if he's not, he takes two guys with him. And so there's a lot of openings uh, to get out there. And You know, we're, we're at our best when Nas Carter's crashing the glass and our three men are crashing the glass. Jaden's a really good offensive rebounder when he's going all the time. Hamir Wright is a guy... Uh, who gets extra possessions. Those are huge plays. Uh, those are huge plays for us. And, uh, we've been rebounding the ball on the defensive end pretty well, but I think on the offense we've got to get a lot better. Mike, have you ever played 17 guys in a game before, a regular game? No. 
realize that's how many you sent out of the I know, I know. Um, yeah, we, we have a large team. Um, but it's you know what the greatest thing is we needed a we needed a game where uh, we we played well enough where we could get some guys some experience and get some guys in the game and you know um, our team we've got so many guys that you know give 110 percent effort every day to make those guys better on and off the court. Uh, our scout team uh, comes in with the plays and the defenses and uh, you know for them to get the opportunity to go out and play is is just incredible. So. That was a lot of fun. It was great for our older guys to, to you know, get a lead enough to be able to get those guys in the game. And so everybody was smiling after the game. It was a really good feel game, feel good game for us. Isaiah said something about, they talked about it before the game. Let's try and put this one out and put it away so we can get everybody on the floor. So we can get everybody on the floor. And that's, that's, that's what great teams talk about. You know, those are the types of things of, you know, doing and sacrificing for the, the betterment of the team and the guys who sacrifice. Um, it was it was great for them. We were really happy about that. There's been a lot of talk about having energy at the beginning of games and wanting to start fast. How do you? Is there a way to make that happen, or is there just something that kind of has to happen? You know, sometimes you know you you, you can try to force things. Listen, at the end of the day, you could be aggressive and you could press. You could do a lot of different things, but you, you are who you are. And uh, you know, some teams take tempo. Sometimes the teams will take 30 seconds off the clock or 29, and they can try to get a shot just to limit the possessions in the game. We you know we tried to play man. If we knew that they would be a team that would try to take the clock, we tried to play man for the most part and, and speed them up. But they were mature, uh, really good ball handlers. Uh, they were strong with the ball. It was a little bit hard. We got a lot of our turnovers in the zone, and that's when we made our run. And so, um, you know, it, it was a good balance of both. You know, we were able to get into their legs. Our guys got a little bit of a spark, and I think that activity translated when we went to the zone as well. The first half of the main game, I was underneath the basket, and the first couple of shots just sounded weird, and it looked like it came off a little weird. Walking through the gym today, they were replacing the rim. that one. Yeah. Does it matter? Does it make a difference? Uh, I mean, soft rims, tight rims, you know, they're 10 feet. It's like in Hoosiers when he takes them up and he goes back. I've got a lot of movie references. Like <laughs> and they go, is this 10 feet? And it's the same as, as where we play everywhere. Uh, but it does matter a little bit. Like, a, you know, a, a, a tighter rim, it's, you don't get the bounces. A, lot, a softer rim. Uh, when we were in Toronto, uh, the guy shot the three and it hit the top, hit the back, hit the front, hit the back, hit the top, hit the back, hit the side and there, and then went down, unfortunately for us. But, um, you know, it does make a difference, no question about it. Shooters have a preference? I think shooters uh, like any type of rim, but soft rims are, are what shooters like. Hey, Tess, how long do you think it'll take a guy like Quade to really get comfortable with this new environment, this new team, the new offense, and everything? I think, you know what, he's, uh, I thought in the last game he was as efficient as you could possibly be. Uh, he took the right shots, he pushed the ball in transition, he found people, and I, for me, defensively, I thought, you know, in the zone, which has been his biggest challenge. I thought he was really, really good. He was in the right spots. He was active, uh, and uh, he's just going to keep getting better and better. Uh, but it's always, it takes time with that. There's no getting around that. But I, I think, as you've seen from the first games all the way through, it looks even like there. He was passing it and had energy. I think as the games have progressed, he's been. It looks like he's the game slowed down for him a little bit, and uh, I think that's the most important thing. Is through experience of that, that's what, when, when he's going to start really playing well. But saw a lot of growth in the last game. Is he the same player that you recruited out of Philly, or just how did that relationship begin there? 
I, uh, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about uh, high schools, but I had recruited that high school where Quad A played uh, multiple players. We had uh, Scoop Jardine, Rick Jackson, uh, uh, Ed Syracuse, when I, when I was there, uh, Deion Waiters from the area, Rocky Christmas, Philadelphia. It uh, goes back to relationships. I've uh, known him for a long, long time, and um, our reputation in that area was really, really strong. And so, um, you know, when when uh, he decided to, to go, uh, it worked out fortunately for us. When you have Quad A and Elijah on the floor at the same time, what does that do for you? Uh, speed, uh, playmakers, passing, ball movement. And disruptors. Some teams like bigger guards don't like to play against little guards, and so you can really get into the ball and pressure them. I think that's a big part of, you know, when you're a really good defensive player. And that's the thing. Quade also allows that Quade can score, and so when you have Elijah out there, it puts Quade in different situations where he can come off double screens, different areas like that, and then multiple players that can get in the lane and do what, make plays for others. Is a is a. There's some healing that has to happen in just any transfer type of a situation where it just didn't work the, the, the first time, and so you're trying to make it work that time. Percy, great question. Uh, it, there are things. You know, it's like sometimes kids have had adversity their whole lives, uh, but adversity and basketball adversity are two different things. And so, you know, a lot of guys, you know, you just, you know, get them in a situation and there's a lot of newness. He was able to practice with us, but then a game, new, new arena, new new building, new players, uh, new chemistry, those types of things. Um, but he's he's got an incredible work ethic. Our staff's done a really good job working with him on a day-to-day basis. And, um, I think the more comfortable he gets and the more reps in the games, he's just going to keep getting better and better, which and he's that, done so far. And that there's all types of leaders. What type of leader? Because it would seem that naturally in basketball that, that your leader is your point guard. So what type of a leader is he? Is he a vocal guy? Is he an arm around your shoulder guy? Is he a he, he's in the butt he's guy? a vocal guy and we'll talk to you. I think the biggest thing I love about him is I love how uh, he passes the I love him when he's, when he's, you know, there's a lot of guys that can do this and then there's the guys that, that have the action. And I love how he pushes it and sprints through and he plays hard and you see his work ethic. And so a lot of it I think is by example in a lot of ways uh, his basketball character I think is incredible like um, you know makes others around him better wants to lead the team in assists um, pushing the ball up uh, I think those are all things infectious and that's what we're preaching as coaching staff and um, he's been an extension of us which has been great when you talk about recruiting you talk a lot about making sure it's the right fit for the program um, what about Quade made you think that he would be the right fit here Great work ethic, you know. You get guys who who want to win, want to play for something greater than themselves. And the thing with transfers, I think, is so, you know, it's a little bit different now. You know, guys that want to have a second chance. I mean, you know, we talk about grit at the University of Washington. I mean, what's grittier than having a second chance of of going out there and having something to prove and and, and being a leader and wanting to win and being part of something great and. Uh, you know, those are all the things that, you know, when recruiting him early, you knew that he had. Uh, he's always been a winner. He's always been a guy who's played in big moments. And uh, he's always had a great work ethic. When you look at Montana on film, what stands out to you? <coughs> a, a program that's, you know, expects to be in the NCAA tournament every year. Uh, they've got a great coach, Coach DeClure. Um, they've got a lot of local kids. Uh, 
and they're the pride of their league and the team that you know a couple years ago had us on our heels the whole game and so we're they've got our full attention has been um, they're they're a very good basketball team um, they attack they play great defense they're very well organized and they're very well and so um, you know we've we've got to have our a game for sure one of the places stand out to me was just on an inbounds pass with Jaden defending it and how difficult it was for them. Yeah. But you've got Jaden and then even Brian, you know, with those huge wingspans. Yeah. How much of a weapon is that down the road on the last minute, you know, with not much time left on the clock? You know what? We, we did it versus Baylor where our length can create a problem. Um, and Jaden's got incredible instincts. Like he, it's not just his length, but he has, you know, he he he, and he reacts, he sees it. He's he's different. And uh, but yeah, length definitely causes a lot of problems. You know, if 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 we have two people sitting here and I can jab you and hit you in the forehead, and the next guy can just hit you like halfway, who has the advantage? <laughs> it's hard for you to beat me, and I can take away a shot. You know, and that's what guys when you have BP or you have. Uh, Nate, I mean, we've got a lot of guys with incredible wingspans. Matisse Steibel had a seven-foot wingspan, even though he was six-foot-five. You know, those are the things that have become very, very disruptive. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He just always been energetic. You always care for people's families and, and yourself and, and being, a, being a better person off the court, really. That's one of the things I, I, I need to help in. And Coach Hop, me and Coach Hop had a, had a good relationship so far right now about it. How comfortable are you getting running Coach Hopkins' offense? Uh, I'm getting real comfortable. I got comfortable in the summertime. Obviously, I hurt my, I got a stretch fracture in my foot. That that set me back a little bit. But I think I think I'm, I got my feet back under me. So it's getting real comfortable for me. How hard was it not playing, not going to Italy? Uh, that? He went to Italy. Uh, I went to Italy, but I couldn't play regardless. Though it hurt, hurt or not hurt. But I think it was a good team bonded thing for us and the team. Everybody got even closer than I expected. So. That's, that's one of the things I really picked up from Italy. Over the summer, can you tell me what you did over the summer? A lot of uh, NBA stuff going on around in here? A lot of a lot of treatment on my foot. A lot of treatment off the court. And that's pretty much it. That was my whole offseason, really, dealing with my injury. Who's kind of taken you under your wing since you've been in Seattle? Uh, the, the whole, all, all the coaches. The team, Jamal, Isaiah, everybody. Everybody took me under the wing. So we all take each other under the wing. We were one family. So when you're idle, like you were for so long, what does that do to your game? I know what happens with baseball players when they're trying to swing a bat and they don't mm. do it for a while, but for a basketball player, you're off court. Oh, uh, it took me two days to get back. Two other days? Than, two days. Just took me two days. Other than After that, I just, I just know what I can do is muscle memory, that's all. Hey, so just, many, you know, just like the biggest transition from here to Kentucky has been what? Uh, no, no really crazy transition, really. No, not nothing really. Just come here to play basketball, go to school. Really, that's all it really is. Is there anything about home that you miss or just? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> no. With so many new faces, does it take you guys like time to get in sync with playing? With uh, I think when the freshmen got here, it took about like two weeks or a week. I, I think after that, it was just everybody. You see how the games go. Everybody 
still really figuring it out, really, but I think we really got it. But about it, then we're going to get it by the time we go to uh, Hawaii. So, With Isaiah on the floor at mm-hmm. the same time, um, I mean, Elijah, with two point guards on the floor, what does that do to your uh, game? It, it, it makes my job easier, really. It makes my job easier. Uh, Elijah, another point guard, just like me, Grady, like to play defense, get everybody involved. So having two point guards on the floor is make it, make it easier for, for, for everybody, really, just not me. Have you been able to figure out where Isaiah and Jaden like to get involved? Uh, I, I figured that out a long time ago. <laughs> figured that out a long time ago. But it depends how the defender's playing them, so you never know. Hey, did anything happen in that, that last game for you to, like, click? I mean, because that last game, you really shot the ball well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just came with confidence. I worked out in that gym 24-7, so it's just muscle memory at that point. And, you know, and just with that, the, like, workouts that, that you do after games, is that – Something that was new, or have you? Uh, no, I used to do that in Kentucky too. That was never new. Just always have a bad game, good game. You always come out there. I think that day I probably came back here probably the game we won. Probably came back here at three o'clock in the morning just to shoot free throws or something. That's it. That's and, a natural routine. And it does what for you? I mean, uh, it just I don't know. I just like I'm a gym rat really. I like love being in the gym. So does it matter if you if it's after a good game or a bad game? Or no, you it doesn't always, matter. Always. It? always. Is there something about being the point guard and, and like being the sort of the, the leader that sort of people look to and you're a newcomer as well? I mean, how do you sort of match that and kind of be that guy when you're also... Uh, just, set, just set the table by example, really. Being that example person, really. There's always in the gym. They see me working 24-7, getting treatment, always going to class, always doing the right things at the right time. That's what you got to do. You've been at Kentucky. You've mm-hmm. played high-level high school basketball. You've played all over the place. How good can this team be? Oh, uh, we can be we can be pretty good. We put the effort into it. We got to keep putting the effort in the long season. So just keep building about that. What are two or three things that really need to happen for this team to go to the next level? Uh, just keep building every day. Everything Coach Hop giving us is is master his plans. Really, that's all. Not it's not about November. It's about March. And defensively, you guys are playing man to man. You're playing some zone. Mm-hmm. Is there one that you prefer playing more? Oh, uh, I like playing two three really. Two, three. They cover your legs up a little bit, but also distract the defenders from from having a comfortable sight seat. Really, you can't really see now, but the wings and jump shots. That's all you see on the floor. Had you played a lot of zone before? You came? Uh, no. no, no. Are you? Do you gamble a little bit more out front, knowing you've got the length behind you? Uh, nah. My my sure self, I ain't gambling. No, I got <laughs> I got to stick. I got to stick to the to the program. <laughs> hey, um. Being out there with Nas and throwing lobs to him, just mm-hmm. have you guys formed something yet? Or? Uh, no, we're just playing basketball. Really, he's a he's a jumper. I'm a passer. We're just that's that, that's the combination we got. So just basketball we playing. You've been at Kentucky. You know what it's about. You know, and Jaden was looking at Kentucky as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you talk to some of the recruits, the incoming guys, about what it was like at Kentucky? Uh, it just no, not really. It's just them choosing the school that they want to go to. It's not about my decision. I'm not, I'm not Jaden, so I can't really pick and choose. And my decisions is about school. If I, I pick my decision on one Kentucky for different reasons. So his reason, my reason, might be two different things. Is a, is a, there like a healing that had to happen for you for you with when Should like I you? Know, is there like a healing? You know, like mm-hmm. when you decide to leave K- Kentucky, did you, I mean, was there something that just didn't work, something that was broken or with, with you know, with anything uh, that, that you have to sort of get over? Uh, nothing really. Just had to get back to myself. I think I, I found that when I came here. 
some things about Seattle that you maybe didn't know about that you figured out when you got here, some things that... Uh... Yeah, when I first got here, I didn't know it rained a lot. It was beautiful, too. Like, it's like a beautiful rain type of thing. Um, that's kind of weird. But yeah, Philly, when it rains, it rains hard. Down there, so here you don't see too much, too much of that. Getting used to it? Oh, yeah, I got used to it probably my, my second month. Second month here. So. Have you been back home? Uh, I've been back home once in the summertime. That was it. Is, is it hard? Being that far away? Oh uh, no, it's not being far away at all. Just, just loving what I've done is play basketball. Hey, how come you chose the uh, f- 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 fifty-five? Uh, I have that was my number when I first started playing basketball. So I didn't, that's one of the ways of myself telling me I gotta get back to myself, really. Basically, with it, get getting that grind, that extra grind more that you've been through coming up out of Philadelphia, and being that that humble, humble and gritty kid that you always been. The Seattle media versus Kentucky media, any difference? A uh, lot more people, but it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's, just, it's more commotion down there, really. You know how they tear one school, so you know how it's going to be. So there's no difference, though. No.